You're ready for this? Oh, hey. What the fuck are you doing here? Hello and welcome to another episode of Strike, the MCU podcast with a British twist. As always, I'm your host, P-Dubs, and we have a full house tonight. I'm joined by Craig, Bonjourno, Josh, Good Morning, and Tectard Tony. I have returned from both the silent dimension and the vampire dimension. <laughs> oh my god, I'm going to use that as well. <laughs> I couldn't resist it. So, so, as we promised, we are back for another episode in quick succession, and I think we've had, this will be the third episode in about three weeks, which is an absolute first for us, and to have all three of us together again is is four. fairly good. Four. So, four. Four of us, yeah, it is four. <laughs> Thanks Just, for leaving me out, guys. I feel nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> So, as promised, we are here to, to do our review of The Punisher. We've all seen it. The other three guys, I think you finished it about probably a week and a half ago. I actually yeah. finished it today. Good lad. Wow. Um, I've not had time. I've had God knows how much on for the last couple of weeks. I've been away. I've been running and just haven't had time to watch it. So, I've been watching it on the tram to work uh, <laughs> and getting some rather funny looks, <laughs> I have to be honest. Um so we're going we're to do our review of that, but I think there's a couple of bits we want to talk about first. Um, obviously, we did an episode a couple of weeks ago talking about the Disney-Fox merger. It seems like that is now going ahead. Um, I do have one thing to say on it. Um, I told you so. Um, <laughs> people, I, I could just tell from, from the wording of the articles that were coming out that this was a play to try and get more money out of the deal for Fox. It was always going to go ahead. They were, there was never any doubt in, in the matter. Disney want those characters and some of the other parts of the deal. So it was always going to go ahead for me. Um, the so for the idiot in the room, i.e. me, <laughs> what, how much is it and what have Disney actually bought? So it's $6 billion dollars. How much now? Sixty billion. <laughs> so they got Star Wars for four billion. Yes. Wait, six billion? That's only about ten quid less than me nan, I think. Sixty uh, billion. Six six <laughs> Z yeah, six zero. Um so what they get in terms of Marvel, they now get the rights back for the X Men. They get the Fantastic Four and everything else that surrounds those, so the Silver Surfer. Galactus, Apocalypse, hey. whatever they're missing, basically. Other than anything that's Hulk-related, that will basically be everything back. And, obviously, the Spider-Verse, which we still don't know where that's going at the moment. Um, in other terms, they get things like 50% of Hulu, um, 49% of Sky TV in the UK. Ooh. No way. Um... So there is quite a lot coming from it. You have, I have to I have to say, I, obviously, we don't know a, a huge amount about it. Um, I think we're going to do a, a bigger episode once more's more's known over at, at Dad. We're going to do a proper overview. I think um, Nicholas and myself have been talking about it. So I think once the deal goes through, I think there'll be a bigger conversation for the for the whole thing. Um, but I think I think the other thing that comes comes with it. The one question I've got, and it's it's possibly a bad thing. Have Marvel made their first wrong move in mm. doing films that they could now include characters that were in the comic book versions? Has that actually caused them to make a major wrong step? Um, mm. With Civil War, obviously, there's a lot of characters that were missing. Uh, well, there was a Civil War 2 in the comics, so which is shit. I guess they could always do that, but <laughs> then again, people might be like, oh, we've had that before, but yeah. anyway. But I do think that's, uh, if they're the f- 
thought ahead of themselves that possibly they could have left these films till later on and they would have become they would have been bigger spectacles. And obviously yeah. now with Infinity War as well, they're going to be missing characters. For a start, they're missing a major one in Silver Surfer. Yeah. yeah. Um, which now looks like Bruce Banner's possibly taking that role. Um, and that leads us into to the next little bit that I think we have to talk about at this point, and that's the Infinity War trailer. Um, that mm. was, what, five days ago from when we recorded it was last, last week. Um, yeah. All I can say is it's everything that we could possibly ask for. Yeah. From what I saw of it. Um, and, uh, and another thing, I'm, I'm going to jump the gun here a bit, and I mentioned it to you guys, and now it looks like it could possibly be <coughs> true, that Bruce Banner and the Hulk are separate entities. Mm. Um, there has been how a lot... Does, again, as I an idiot, up on that, I must admit. How does that work, and does that happen in the comic books? It has done. Yeah. yeah um, the fact that Banner is with Doctor Strange for the bulk of the trailer makes me think it's going to be something mystical that does it. It's um, be, it'll be like a personality riff or something. Yeah, it? and the fact that they did mention in Thor Ragnarok that Banner doesn't believe that he can <coughs> bring himself back anymore. That he thinks yeah. once, he's, once he's the Hulk, that's it, he's done. He's not coming back. Yeah. Um, and there's also talk that possibly when you see the Hulkbuster armour, doesn't move like Stark anymore. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of talk that that is possibly Banner inside that. Yeah, it's oh, Banner versus Banner, basically, yeah. Um, and there's been yeah. some there's been some shots from the set of Mark Ruffalo doing some CGI work, but not on himself. Um, with some CGI work with a, a great big grey hand that could possibly yes be Thanos, but could also possibly be the Hulk. Wow. Um, which wouldn't surprise me if they don't do a Banner versus Hulk at some point. Mm. Um, we shall we see. Should wait and see. There's been a lot of talk, obviously, that Thanos is slightly a weird colour um, <laughs> compared to what we've seen previously. Yeah. You haven't got his foundation on, guys. All right. That's it. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I don't know. I still don't think that shot's finished. By any way, shape, or form. Possibly um, not. Which seems strange. It seems like maybe they've rushed the trailer out because after, after some bits started to leak the week before, uh, I wonder whether it wasn't quite where they wanted it to be, but had to release it anyway. Uh, I don't think the trailer gives you too much away. What we didn't already know, we know Cap is no longer Cap. Yeah. Uh, get that man of shield. Um. I just think it's given us everything that we need at this point, six, seven months out. I don't think we need any more than what they showed. I mean, it was yeah. already, what, two, two minute fifty or something, wasn't it? Yeah, but didn't really give much away in terms of the story. I exactly. Think, I think the whole Loki thing is a trick. I think he's actually protecting Thor by giving him the Tesseract. Well, it could be. Yeah. I think that's a real red herring, and I think they will kill Loki off in that scene. I think he will come out of that. Um, oh, God, I love Loki. But, we but he's only got a finite thing they can do with him as a character, really, isn't there? And I think he has that come universe. full circle now. Yeah. yeah. So, I really... And as much as I love Tom Hiddleston, and it's made a star of him, whatever you say, yeah. he wouldn't be where yeah. he is without that character. No, no. Um, but why does he have to die? In the comic books, Loki doesn't die, surely. No, he comes back as a girl. Well, no one really dies in comics, do they? So. But, but what, what is this fascination oh, with comic book movies where they feel they have to kill off the villains? Oh, no. Uh, to be fair, I don't think Marvel have killed that many villains. In fact, no, I don't think they have. I'm on Red Skull. Uh, Red Skull's Malekith. not dead as far as we know. Oh, actually, yeah, fair, I'll take that one off. Um, Malekith's dead. Yeah. Um, he was shit anyway. That's it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah that's Malekith was shit, shit, and Chris Eccleston will admit that quite happily, and did recently admit that. Um, but that is really it. They haven't killed a lot of the villains off in the Marvel films. No. 
Okay, I'll let that Still go. Yellow so, I, I, uh, I don't think we really want to dive into it too much. I think there's, no, there's yeah. more to come with Infinity War over the next few months. Um, and obviously with Black Panther to come in just two months now, which Woo! is Woo-hoo. amazing to think that that's come around that quickly. Um, I can't wait to see this film. I know, looks absolutely brilliant. I think it's a film that didn't need to be made for the, the bigger story, but I'm just glad they did make it because yeah. I can't get enough of them at this point. Yeah. And and talking about films that are coming out next year, it's now <laughs> it's now been confirmed that Ant Man and the Wasp is actually gonna be a rom com. Marvel's first rom com. Oh wow. Um <laughs> Interesting. But to be fair That's when you because they've got Michelle Pfeiffer in it. But when you've cast Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd is the yeah, king yeah. of rom coms. Yeah. yeah, indeed. So <laughs> it's to be fair, it's been coming for a while, and and it's great for for Marvel, in my opinion, that they're trying yeah. something different. Yeah, um, I think they've got to as well to keep these things fresh because the, there is a formula, especially the the Netflix Marvel. Every series follows a same story arc, so to mix it up a bit with the films, I think that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, and and that was actually something I I I've been thinking about recently is. A lot of these these films and the, even the Netflix series and, and everything like that, they're very much stuck to characters that are already in the public eye. I, b- I would say that have either been used in in other films previously or other TV series or even the animated series. I think most of them, other than say, I like Jessica Jones was a new character. Um, I've been having this conversation with with people at work that they very much stuck to the characters that we know. And I think it is time for them to, to kind of move on to characters that we don't know so much about. Yeah. Captain Britain! <laughs> well, even talking about that, Captain Marvel is someone that I know they've kind of used her. They've more, more used Miss Marvel in the, the animated stuff. Um, yeah. But it's kind of a new character. We saw it with the Guardians of the Galaxy. They introduced a load of characters that we didn't know anything about. And the general public wouldn't have known anything about. I love um, how it Yeah, exactly. It became one of their biggest box office smashers. Yeah. Um, so I do wonder whether it's time. And, and we're going to talk about one of those those characters that has been used readily over the last 20, 25 years. Um, and hasn't done so well. Um, but... That's that's where I want to see them take the MCU now, and and I know we've we've just spoken about the X Men being introduced in the Fantastic Four. I hope they use some of the characters that are to do with those that don't so often get used. I don't want to see Doctor Doom again. No, no, just no, no. He needs to be used another maybe ten years down the line. Yeah, introduce him more. with Norman Osborn. Oh yeah. Do do a film yep. when. When the UU don't actually have him as Doctor Doom, just have him as like an, an arsehole CEO or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's where I want, I would like to see the MCU go, um, and we shall see with with this this combination with Fox and the new streaming service. We don't know where they're going to go. Um, there's rumours today that ABC have now picked up New Warriors, which is again characters that people won't know. Mm. Um. Which I think is a good thing. Um, I think a lot of these characters are coming to the end of their runs. I think the Netflix characters are coming to the end of their runs. Um, I don't think we need much more Daredevil after season three. No. I Not unless they like, no. give cameos and other stuff. No. Yeah, exactly. And I think with this, again, rumours that once the Fox stuff comes in, that everything will be under Kevin Feige, the TV... <coughs> department will move under him as well so that might be where they start to move around TV shows we're not going to we're not going to go into it too much because it hasn't been shown in the UK but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started last week and they've yeah. pushed them five years into the future um, so now they're, they're not linked they've Whoa. completely just ruled them out of being in anything okay. for now um and I think that's coming to the end of its run as well. I think this year should be the last year. Uh, I think Coulson's done enough now. I think they're going to start running out of stories. Um, so does Coulson make it back into the big screen? I don't think I so. Does. 
I hope he that did. also suggests he's not going to tie into Infinity War at any point in no, the backstory. By the sound then. of it, unless the Infinity War is the cause of them being pushed into the future. Oh, but if they're five years into the future, they know what happened in Infinity War. Yeah, well, they don't because they've been moved into the future. If they're kept away from whatever's happened, they won't have a clue. But what yeah. if they read the paper? On the planet <laughs> <Zerg>. <laughs> In space. Just the headline on the front of the paper. Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, dearie me. But That's yeah. Sad, that. Yeah. Did I, did I see something about um, Agent Carter? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hulu have picked up the previous two seasons. Is that all it is? Yeah, with yeah. a chance that they could possibly pick up a third season or a, a movie to tie it all up. By all accounts, she's in Infinity War anyway. Whoa, she's dead? Yeah, but got to remember. Flashback. Time Stone. I don't oh, think, God. I don't think it's flashbacks. I think Cap's gonna be sent back. At some point. Oh, I've just had a shiver. <laughs> I'm sure what he's gonna say then. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say I've just had something else then. So you're telling. You're telling me, me and my wife have got to watch Agent Carter. Seasons you do have to watch it. You do have to watch it. Because it's way better than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It is good. Okay. And you really shouldn't be on this podcast if you haven't watched Agent Carter. <laughs> I'll uh, hang whoa, whoa, my, whoa. my phone <laughs> <out> right now. <laughs> Wait, you fired. Scousers. Haven't you watched it, Josh? Yeah, I have. Okay. <laughs> so I think I didn't mean it stop it let's all get back in the bath <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I think we'll end that that subject there with uh, Craig getting in the bath um, yeah. and let's let's move on to there with your dick in your hand Craig come on <laughs> Let, let's move on to our our main topic and, uh, and I think I'm I'm not going to beat, beat around the bush here I'm I've got a man crush on John Bernthal, and blame you. there's absolutely nothing anybody could say to change change my opinion after watching, as I said, <laughs> finishing Netflix today. <laughs> Jesus, Netflix, Punisher today, finishing Netflix. I've killed off Netflix, just so you know. Don't bother <laughs> going to look for it. Um, Netflix finished it, mate. <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> I am like the Punisher. I finished it off. Um, yeah. But... I think, and I'm going to say it now before we even talk about it, it's my favourite show out of all of them so far. Mm. I'm going to second that. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to just do this very quickly, right? I've got the ratings up from uh, IMDB for all of the series of Netflix. Which one do you think comes in last? I'm first. I'm first. 6.9 out of 10. Which comes in second last? Luke Cage. Luke Cage and the Defenders oh, right. are 7.6 out of 10. What Ooh. comes next? Jessica what comes Jones. Yeah, 8.2 8. out of 10. Daredevil comes second, 8.7 8. 8. 7 out of 10. Punisher is 9. 9 out of 10. So, and that's IMDB. I, They're harsh as well. I think everybody has got to um, take their hat off and say yeah. that this this is the best series that they've made so far to date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm going I'm to start here, and I'm going to start with the bit that I don't, I didn't particularly like. I'm going to go with the bad bit first. Go on. I didn't particularly like the whole um, terrorist bomber. The suicide bomber. Lewis. Thing. Yeah. yeah completely I completely agree. He I was think, so yeah. annoying. I didn't think it needed to be there. No, it's just a waste of, he's just a waste of a character. He's basically just like extreme punisher. Yeah. Basically, that's it. That's all he was there for. No need. He was a sideline to pad it out, basically. Yeah. Yeah, to give him, the punisher something to punish, basically. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But, no need, no. 
I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did, if, you, did you think that like the first three episodes were a bit slow, or was that just me? Yeah, it took a while for me to get into it. Yeah. Um, for, I actually really liked the first episode. I thought the first episode with him. As, Beating up the fellas. Yeah, and as someone yeah. not kind of just keeping himself to himself, seeing where he's gone after we yeah. after we left him. Yeah, I loved the first episode, then, like, just because of that scene. Then the second one, it was a bit slow. Third was the same. But then, like, I started watching four, and I was like, no, this is getting really good now. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah, I agree. The first the, first few episodes were slow. and It was like watching paint dry, but it was still quite good. Yeah, and, and I've said elsewhere on Facebook between us that... It hasn't taken me this long to watch it because I didn't want to watch it. Yeah. I did, I just haven't had time, and it's kind of been yeah. like, I've got to find some time to fit it in because I want to watch it. Yeah. And it, it was fascinating. The whole, it was really, for me, a modern commentary on on the Punisher as he was when he was yeah. first introduced in the comics. It was very much a modern interpretation of, of that character. And, yeah. And John Bernthal completely... Just sold it for me. Yeah. He quite clearly was struggling to cope with what he'd done uh, and wanted to fix it. And the only way he knew how to fix that was to do what he does. Mm. Honest. What's different, right, again, from an idiot point of view? They've obviously done this from... There's a lot of soldiers coming back yeah. from the conflicts in the, in the Middle East... With all this post-traumatic stress, um, so he was obviously going through that. But then you've got the the, the stuff of his wife and family getting murdered and mm. the cover-up and all that. Where does that differ from the comic books? In the comics, Not. he's come back from Vietnam. Yeah, that's it. Right. Okay. It's just because of the time of when this has been brought out. And I and I think that's why they tried to tie the suicide bombing stuff into it. I think that, yeah, yeah, but that was... see, I get that point, but I still think there was no need in it. No, and I, and I, the character himself, I felt it could have been another character. It didn't yeah. have to be like someone. I don't know how you want to kind of want to put it because it's it's quite a touchy subject, and and I know yeah. it's it's not something we normally touch upon, and it's not normally something we have to touch upon. Um, was it? Was it not refreshing, though, that it wasn't your um, typical Al-Qaeda-style, True Lies-style, Middle Eastern terrorist <coughs> that he was going up against? Yeah. He was actually going... Yeah, it was, it, was an, it was a better take, but I still think there was no point in having it. it was, it, he was just there for the sake of episode 10, basically. Yeah. Which... And episode 10 is that episode that every single one of these Netflix series has had, where you watch that episode and go, what was the fucking point of me uh, watching that? <laughs> That's got, yep. on it, it's got no point relevance to the story, <coughs> apart from the fact that he saves Karen for the third time. Yeah, and again, this, is, this has been my point with the previous series. They seem to have to have one character that they just throw in for the sake of, for it. The sake of it. And yeah. this time it was Karen. Yeah. It was literally because she connected with him in Daredevil Season 2. That's the only reason she was in. Yeah. She had no and she wasn't relevant. even in that much either. No, considering she was meant to be main cast. Yeah, she she must have had, what, seven scenes? Yeah. Did, did you not allude to, um, at some point in the comics, that that character is some sort of drug addict? or? Yeah, which I so think we'll probably get in the next season. Yeah. Ooh, was that alongside Daredevil? Yes. She yeah. didn't look that bad, though, did she? No. She, you know, cause she, I, I, think, I think the traumatic experience of episode 10 might start her down the path, though. Because she only had a couple of scratches and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, she might be able to find a vein at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're late, terrible, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm late, boss. I couldn't find a vein. <laughs> sorry. So let's, let's talk about some of the other characters. We've mentioned a couple there. Um, 
to start with, I didn't particularly find the need for the, the two cop characters either. It wasn't until later mm. on that they really... Madani. Yeah, I didn't think... Oh, no, first, I like that. First three or four episodes, I just thought, they're just t- chucking someone here to, to annoy Frank, basically. Mm. And they had yeah. no real storyline. Yeah. But after that, that started to build. Um, and obviously, she became a, a huge part of it once uh, her partner got killed, obviously. Oh, yeah. And we're, we're talking so- about... About him. I did like him. Yeah. yeah. I I like the two cop characters, but I thought they were underused in maybe the first three or four episodes until there was yeah. the, uh, what was it, the gun heist or something in episode four. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought and that's, that's, I that's when they probably came into their own. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and, and her story really did build until she became a very different character by the end of it. Um, yeah. Another person that's been affected so deeply by Frank. Uh, yeah. Without I, him really I, trying. I quite likened it to Ripley and Alien. Like the way she's she's sort of got a lot of authority, but then because people start dying and she starts moving up the ladder of command, she starts to like I don't say grow a pair because she already had a pair. You know what I mean? But like she sort of got more hard. You know what I mean? She sort of. Uh, what you call it? became more confident in her authority. Yeah, she felt more like the boss that she was in that yeah. department, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. So, but I, I, I like the two cop characters. Yeah, yeah, as I said, it was just those first few episodes. It felt like they were just there for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, but they, they did slowly build it, and with him dying, everything kind of changed as well, and it, and it set the story <coughs> on its way into a, a totally different direction, I think, at that point. Um, and well, there's talk- another character who did that, of course. Oh, you're going to mention him now, I'm guessing. Uh, well, there's a couple of characters that completely changed along the way, and and we are going. To, let's talk about Billy at this point. I think. Um, I did, did his character change, or was it just a, a very clever twist? Yeah, and I think that that's what it was. For those first uh, half, first half a dozen episodes, we don't see him. As anything other than Frank's friend. Um, yeah. Who... Actually, interesting you mentioned this book, so I had a conversation, well, a sort of brief text conversation with a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, Narin, about this very thing. Um, and we both got the feeling that it was a little bit, the kind of double bluff was a little bit annoying and between the two of us. Yeah. Oh, I, is he going to be... No, he's not. Oh, well, actually, he is. And the, and the yeah. problem there is that if you know comic books, you already know that he is a villain. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and that's, that's the problem I kind of had with him. I didn't buy yeah. him as a villain. That I just found him smarmy. Yeah. There was nothing... he's too nice in quotes at the yeah. start of it. Like, say, so, yeah, he comes off as smarmy later on. And doesn't, it doesn't come across as villainous. He just kind of seems like one of those blank canvases. See, I liked, I liked the, uh, the way Billy was actually trying to help Frank out at the start. But it's when he starts, like, actually but, going after him. You're like, you know he's your mate and you know why he's doing what he's doing. Why would you not come out and say, I've been working for them, but I can see that they're wrong. Because he knew they were wrong. He just wants, he, he was basically in it for money. You think about it. <coughs> but it wasn't. A, I don't think he was helping Frank. We just we thought he was helping Frank. He was trying to bring Frank in into the fold. Yeah. Well, no, in for processing, basically. Or I thought he was trying to bring him on, like onto the team to side with. No. How could he be ever? How could he ever go onto the team with the evil general when his wife and kids were murdered? I see. I I don't think. Well, no, because he took the evil general down in Daredevil Season 2, didn't he? Clancy Brown. That was the main guy. And then the second guy was the guy from Kandahar. Yeah, but he, he wasn't. A, he was the main. He was the daddy of it all, wasn't he? <laughs> he was a big daddy. Yeah, I think he was a, um Rawlins. Yeah. Rawlins he was, was the orchestra. daddy. He was yeah, the, he was the orchestra. Yeah, he was definitely orchestrated. He just liked getting his hands dirty. Mm. He was on the floor. He was the one pulling the trigger sometimes. He was giving the order and you will do as you're told. Yeah. And it, 
I, I think, think for me was that Billy was trying to get rid of Frank. Yeah. So he, he couldn't do what he wanted to do. And that would have been yeah. finding out that Billy was... Yeah, at the end of it, like, like the carousel shootouts, I thought that that's, like, they really do hate each other's guts and they just want to kill each other now. But I thought I... at the start, like, they were still trying to be good mates. Well, Frank didn't know of the twist. Yeah, I don't know. That's the thing. Billy was maybe just trying to get him out the country with a new passport and he might have been able to pass it away and save his old friend. Yeah. But as Frank was a, a scratch that he couldn't itch anymore, he had to get rid of him. Yeah. Because he, he knew Frank was going to get rid of him if he didn't. See, that that's how it changed. But at the start, I felt like he's actually trying to get Frank out the way so that he doesn't have to hurt him. Do, do you know the, the one scene that, and I think a lot of these things are pulled from directly from comic books, which I obviously don't know because I haven't read them, but the Rollins in the window scene where Frank... Oh my is, God, yeah. With the sniper. The sniper, yeah. Oh my God. That was brilliant because mm-hmm. I thought, oh my God, this is actually just going to end right here, right now. And then Billy's going to like become the new leader of the that group yeah. or whatever. But then it's like, it's exactly what I thought. Brilliant. And he knew then. He knew someone was after him, big yeah. style. Yeah. I love that scene. I'll that, be honest, granddad that, that, as well. That's you watched it with your granddad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. Frank was just sat there. I was, he was like, "What the frig are you watching here?" And I had it on, and like he got into it. He actually got into it. It's better than watching it with the people on the tram. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think we've discussed, obviously, Billy now has been set up for being the villain again, I think. Yeah. Possibly in the... No, I think they need to leave him off for uh, maybe season three, because we need something different for uh, season two, if if that's where they go. Yeah. We'll see. We don't know what's coming. There's not been anything... Is he faced... Does he end up faceless in the comics then at some yes, point? Yes, he's, he's known as the yeah. character Jigsaw. Jigsaw, yeah. Because his face is put back together. It's a good face. It's yeah. not like... It's, he's like the Harvey Two-Face in like, the facial feature. Do you know what I mean? But he's ah, not. Right, yeah. he's, he's pretty different as an actual character. You see, for me, um, as much as I love Punisher Season 1... What is what is the left for Punisher to do now? Because he's 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 got going straight to the end now. He's got a new yeah. identity. He's yeah. off all the databases. He's not wanted anymore. He's got justice. Um, There's family. Yeah. Where does he go from here? I think he'll mm. just start like taking gangs down and stuff. I I, I, I genuinely I think as season two villain would be um like say like Wilson Fisk gets out and starts a small gang and it grows bigger and bigger and bigger and that's what he takes down or something or it could be someone else. I'm really hoping he faces something more super powered. Oh. Something he can't kill with a gun basically. Yeah. See it won't ever happen but I would love to see him in a series with Blade. Because oh. the Frank villains are villains are villains, be they supernatural. If they're taking out good people to feed they're villains to Frank. Yeah. But you'll or, never see that again because he suits I'd, his own part of the universe. Yeah, I'd love to see him with Moon Knight. <coughs> Both those characters are ones that have been rumoured for the second phase of the Netflix series. Whether we get a second phase now is a different story. Yeah, because of everything's moving over, yeah. But for me, I, I want to see him take on Ghost Rider. Which version? <laughs> though? Cause when you say take on... Because again, they're kind of two sides of the same coin anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But they're they both about the... vengeance and punishment. Yeah, but they believe in vengeance in a different way. So oh. how do, how did they believe in vengeance in a different way? Frank says that, that he just kills them in the dead, and Ghost Rider is like <coughs> um, like like Lucifer. He just punishes them. Um, he makes them feel all the hate and sorrow and everything that they've caused to other people, that's the penance there, basically. And then they die? Yeah, because they can't take it, basically. Okay. Because it's, it's all in one 
massive go that they get this, all this emotion and everything. That's why their body just can't handle it. They just die on the spot. You see, we don't know the terms of this contract with Netflix. Yeah. At, at what point does this contract expire? Do you know what I mean? Is yeah. it has it got two seasons left in it, or has Netflix now shelved everything? We just well, yeah, do we, we don't know. I don't we think don't. we know. No, we're led to believe that everything that they've already got, they will be allowed to continue as long as Marvel want to. Oh, so it's on Marvel say so basically. I believe so. I think they signed a contract for a certain amount of series. Didn't stipulate who was in those series. Um, but it's Marvel. So they, they have their pick of any sort of CD list characters. No, Marvel would have the choice of who they make the series of. Oh, they would have okay. to take them to Netflix and go, "Would you be interested in us making this series for you as part right, of this right. deal?" Uh, uh, um. So if Marvel wants to continue making what they're already doing, they can do that. They can do that. Um. They could turn around to them and say, we've got this character, we're not going to use them anywhere else. Do you want you us want to it. make a series of that yeah. for you? Um, until that contract runs out. It was definitely for a certain amount of seasons. But well, that, well, that's the, I think that's what Craig was saying. Like, Does that contract itself have a year span on it? So that, like, saying maybe five years from now, Marvel cannot go to Netflix and say, do you want the, us to use this character for your service? It no, it only covers the amount of seasons. Oh, okay. So, so it could be a ten-season contract. Yeah. Right. Oh, and okay. then that would be it. They would have to renew the contract. Ah. Okay, but the likelihood then. is that Disney won't renegotiate. Now, I would imagine. Hmm. Well, I mean, speaking of like stretching things out to like long seasons, did you have this problem? I mean, it's something that I've had for a couple of the Netflix shows. They, I don't think they had enough story material material to stretch out through thirteen episodes. Yeah, that's been. Mm. Well, yeah, that's. But... I was going to mention that that bizarre. So, well, I say bizarre. The subplot with the Unabomber story kind of stuck out like a sore thumb a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It did feel like padding, I thought, that they suddenly go off with a guy who claims a Vietnam vet who never served. Yeah. And preaching to a guy who's got, seriously got sort of post-traumatic stress or something yeah. like that going on in his head. Just got and it was like two episodes, it felt like filler a little bit. Yeah. But I, I mean, actually felt I, they could have filled out the main storyline more. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that was, I mean, I felt like maybe, say if the, brought the majority of the aspects of episodes 1, 2 and 3 into one episode and got rid of episodes 10 completely. Let's just say that right now because there was no need in that. Um, I, I reckon maybe 8 or 9 episodes stop it there. That would have been fine. So, see, for me, I and it's a character we've not actually talked about yet, and I felt Curtis's storyline could have been filled out a bit more. That's the guy with the lag, isn't it? Yeah. I felt so sorry for him. And it just, it I kind of like, it, it felt like he was there to play the kind of Rosario Dawson role. Yeah. Yet he wasn't used in a way that he should have been. No, he sh- he should have been able to go to and from that little bunker that Frank and Micro were in. Yeah. But he literally went there maybe twice. To talk Frank out of one thing and to patch him up another. That was it. There was no point. And considering they they started it by him being the only one that knew Frank was still alive. Yeah. And it just kind of, it kind of felt like a waste. Yeah. You'd uh, think he'd have been like a really good confidant or something, wouldn't you? Yeah. Especially with Frank having to deal with someone else getting in his way. Um, yeah. And we'll talk about Micro in a minute and, mm. and the rest of his yeah. storyline. Um, and it just felt like that could have been his, like his escape outlet. Yeah. That wasn't really used in the way it should have been. And hopefully he'll come back. It, it's been set oh, up that... because he had potential in. Yeah. And it ha- it's certainly been set up that we could we could see him further down the line. Mm. So 
and, and let's move on to, to a character we've just we've just talked about, and that's Mike Crow and or or David or whatever you want to call him, your man of Mike different Crow. names he he had. Um, to start with, again, he was really kind of annoying. It wasn't <laughs> until we it was, met. His... It was at the start, but yeah. like I thought, as the series progressed, he got more. You could cope with him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, once they introduced his family, we we kind of had a feel for why he was doing what he was doing. Yeah. Um, I thought the flash, the episode where there was the flashback of how he ended up, and I say this in air quotes, dead. Yeah. Um, how that all came about, I thought that was that was very much needed because when you first meet him, he's basically just stalking Frank. That's all he's doing. That's, yeah. He's just watching them on security cameras around the city. That's that's all he's doing. But then you get that episode and you go, oh, okay, so he's actually trying to take down the same people Frank is. Yeah. I thought that was very much needed. Yeah. And and definitely yeah. the introduction of his wife and the kids. Yeah. It gave him... It, it rounded his character out. Yeah. Yeah. And, it was a and very was... Um, fully fleshed character. Yeah. Which is something that Marvel... Certainly with new characters that haven't been particularly well known for doing, unless yeah. they're the lead. A lot of the time, the, the side <laughs> characters don't get fleshed out as much as you'd hope they would be. Yeah. Um, so, uh, certainly with the films, I think, over the last few years, uh, even this year, I think there's been characters that haven't been fleshed out as well as they they probably should have been. I don't think Mantis was particularly well handled in Guardians 2. No. No, I don't think as... Valkyrie was particularly well handled at times. Mm-mm, she was okay. Um, but considering what she is in the comic books... Yeah, true. Um, she was a little bit sidelined. And, and for for that second lead character to be fleshed out as well as he was, was you have to give them their, their juice. Yeah, t- I, t- I tip my hat to you, good sir. Same. And, and I've said... Both, uh, we'll say it now, both me and Tony are going to Star Fury Ultimates again next year. Um, yep. And and I've actually posted on one of their Facebook pages today that I'd really like to see Jamie Ray Newman as one of the guests. Yeah. I thought she really sold that character well when she when she thought she was on her own. <coughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You could see she was really struggling with the fact that she was a single mum and that Frank had come along and completely changed what was going on in her life yeah um, and then to, to see what had happened before as you mentioned the flashback um, and then to finding that that David was still alive yeah and that, that Frank wasn't or Pete wasn't who she thought he was yeah and I think she really sold that story um, she's been in things before that I've, I've very watched very good actress very yeah. good actress um, can we just agree that it uh, Micro's son is a little shit. Yeah, shit. <laughs> he was a little shit. I'm yeah. sorry. Very good actor for the kid of that age, but he, the character was a little shit. Yeah, they, both of them were. Both the kids were very good, and it's it is difficult to find really great child actors. Yeah, that don't yeah. annoy you. I know. And they, those two certainly didn't. Um, they were very much part of the story. For me, and it, that that moment when when David meets his daughter after yeah, uh, after yeah, Frank said that it was that. him that was coming to get her, and for her to see him and realise who it was, yeah, that was mm. great. That. So I think he needed that, that. I think Micro kind of needed that little lift in his character. Do you know what I mean? Because like he'd gone through so much shit, not seeing his family for a yeah. full year, not like being able to be like stood right next to them, be able to hug them or whatever. Even his kids and that, but and then he just goes and meets his daughter in a dark alley. Yeah, little bit seedy, but quite nice. And I'm going to say now, <laughs> I think I have finally found my cosplay in Micro. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> you don't I need think we'll beard up a little bit. You don't though. need one, mate. Yeah, yeah, he's nailed it. There, just get like. yourself a beanbag and wrap it around yourself. So, so I think I think that brings brings to a close our, our kind of review and our, our look at and our, our favourite bits and the bits we didn't like so much as well. There were a few bits, but I think as we said at the the top of the show, we all loved this show. 
we were all looking yeah. forward to it right from the moment that John Bernthal was introduced in Daredevil. Yeah. Um, we can't say that it wasn't probably an even higher priority than the Defenders were this year. Um, as much as we love a good team up, uh, this was just something completely different to anything that Marvel do. Um, I would have had no qualms watching things like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage on the tram. This time I've actually had to sit on the tram with my hands around my phone so people couldn't see it. <laughs> um, around your bone, was that? <laughs> that was only during the sex scenes, Craig. <laughs> which I also had to cover up while hey, I was on no, the train earlier. Fair, they were some good ones. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting to see so many... Uh, Sex scenes, especially with uh, <coughs> Dani and uh, Billy. Billy, that was a shower one. Just yeah. saying, well done. So My uncle Billy had a ten plate. foot willy, and he showed it to the neighbour next door. Thought <laughs> it was a snake sushi at it, wouldn't he? And now it's only four foot four. <laughs> and on that note, I think we we shall now round up our thoughts on on the Punisher. So let's give it the the Craig marks out of a hundred. Craig, you can start. Um, definitely, for me, it's the best one that they've made. Um, I didn't find there was any slow episodes. I couldn't put it down. Um, so I'm going to give it 97 out of 100. Ooh. Josh? I want to go a bit lower and say 92. Tony? Uh, I'm going to go slightly lower again. And probably give it, just because there were one or two bits that jarred for me, a solid 90. I'm going to agree with Craig. I'm going with 97. For me, it's one of the best things that Marvel have done since the first Avengers and um, Winter Soldier. I don't think they've produced much better. Um, So for that, I have to give it a nearly 100 mark, and I would agree 97 is about there just for I would take a few marks off just mainly due to the suicide bomber storyline yeah. yeah that's that was what I was getting at basically though on the plus side I should say mention I love the theme tune oh god yeah the second best theme for me after Daredevil yeah oh no I, actually I quite like Jessica Jones as well but yeah I quite agree with you there so what is next in 2018 we've obviously got Daredevil season 3 but yeah. what else? Uh, we have Jessica Jones Season 2. <coughs> and I believe we should get Luke Cage by the end of next year as well. Mm. <sighs> if I remember rightly, because I think that was the next one to film, and then Iron Fist starts filming shortly, I believe. So next year we're going to get definitely... Is Day that starring Danny Rand? <laughs> yes. Danny Bland. Danny Rand? Danny Bland. The, the little bitch. Don't <laughs> um, talking about that. There has been a casting announcement today for Iron Fist season two. Alice Eve has just been cast in it. Oh, I heard about that. What? I heard someone say she's going to play a specific person, or because of the casting call that went out. It could be someone. I can't remember who, the name. Yeah, of the, it was. the articles that I saw didn't specify who she was playing. Yeah, but the thing was some. People have been speculating because of the casting call that went out, and there's there's a description of the character. I can't remember for the life of me who it was now. I was doing my head and it's gone. So I think I think that rounds up our our Punisher talk. Um, as we've all said, it's we really enjoyed it. One one of the best for all of us. Um, we will be back very very shortly. We we do have a another episode planned for next week. We've we've got Roger Palmer from Dis Kingdom. Uh, he's going to come on and talk about uh, all the top Marvel uh, merchandise that's out at the moment. Um, so something different for us, some some toy talk and all sorts of things. A little little bit geekier, I suppose. Um, and we are going to have hopefully a Christmas New Year episode. We're not sure when when that'll be out, but. Um, there will be something for the for the holidays, we hope. Um, so on that note, I will say once again, thank you. Go and listen to all the other podcasts on the After Start Network. Um, they're all great. 
even if I'm on all of them, except for one. Um, that's your your baby, Craig. That's ego, isn't it? You're always welcome on ego, mate. <laughs> Anytime, because everybody's got one. <laughs> so just Craig's is a little bit bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Go and check out uh, Josh's Spider-Man story <laughs> on Instagram. Um, he's keeping that up. Get a few little announcements in the coming months. A minor upgrade. Oh. That's all I'll say. Some stark, some stark tech. Nah, maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so on that <laughs> note, thank you again, everybody. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you to our listeners for for always listening. We are trying to produce more content. As I said, this will be the third episode in about three weeks, which is unheard of for us. So go and listen to those other episodes. They are really good. I think we've started producing some really good stuff. I think now we've got we've got some experience under our belt. Um, so yeah, come back and listen next week or whenever the next episode's out. Subscribe. Subscribing is the best thing for us. Unsubscribe and resubscribe again. That always helps. Leave us a review. We haven't got any reviews other than Craig's so far. Uh, we would love a review. Um, so yeah, thank you guys and see you soon. Bye. Good night. You're Mary Poppins, y'all. One batch, two batch, penny and dime. Oh. Oh. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.